Hello and welcome to another ISIS podcast. I'm Sophie Dubaschano and I'm the global oil editor here at ISIS. Joining me today is Richard Price, our oil market expert. So today we're going to be talking uh, about the recent volatility in the oil market. We saw prices going up steadily in the last few weeks, uh, breaking the $85 per barrel level, but a lot of those gains were wiped out in the last few days. So Richard, tell me about what's been happening. Yes, yeah, so we were on track for a fifth consecutive quarter of gains, and the last time this happened was uh, when oil broke the $145 per barrel mark. Uh, so it's looking very bullish, but we've recently seen the market retract those gains. It's after OPEC and the IA said that the oil market was well supplied. So uh, the risk was being priced into the market, but now uh, participants are now believing that until there's further disruptions, the oil price should stay around the $75 per barrel mark. I see. And how has oil production been evolving recently? Obviously, we do have the market expecting uh, some gaps there because of uh, uh, the US uh, sanctions on Iran. Mm -hmm. Well, you also have to think about Venezuela. Venezuela's production is at 60-year lows. Some market participants think that the Ar Iran's uh, exports will be dented by 1.5 million barrels per day. That all depends on the waivers. So the U.S. is thinking about offering waivers to different companies. We've seen that China, well, China imports uh, 650,000 barrels per day of Iranian crude. Sinopec and CNPC, which are two of the main uh, Chinese buyers of Iranian crude, announced they're not going to do any November loadings. So depending on whether waivers are granted, maybe we'll see more Iranian exports. India imports 580,000 barrels per day of Iranian crude. And we've seen Reliance Industries, which is India's largest refining complex, uh, have announced they're not importing any Iranian crude. So the gap in the market could be quite large. Okay, and obviously uh, we've seen these uh, gaps plugged by a lot of uh, production from Saudi Arabia. They've pledged recently to add a further 300,000 barrels per day in the market. Uh, can you talk to me about their spare capacity? So they currently are producing 10.7 million barrels per day, as you said. Um, they've pledged this extra 300,000 barrels per day. The highest they've ever done is 10.7 million barrels per day, which was in 2016. So anything above this is untested. Uh, Falir also said that they could possibly add another one to two million barrels per day, which seems like quite a lot. So their ability to plug this production hole left by Venezuela, by Iran, is all untested. So there's a lot of uncertainty in the market. So their output is already at an all-time high, essentially. All and how does Russia fit into all of this? So Russia, they're, they're currently increasing production a lot. They have the export capacity, unlike the US. Russian producers, they don't have a limit on production at the moment. They're just increasing it as much as, as they can, really. The US is also increasing production, but US exports are limited by um, the infrastructure. So US exports normally sit around 2.2 million barrels per day, which are limited by um, pipelines. But this is um, in late 2019, increased pipeline capacity uh, is likely to increase these exports. So all of this uh, US trying to plug the gap left by Iran, it's not really going to impact the market in terms of barrels injected because the exports are already at capacity. There's been talk of possibly the US looking at using the strategic reserve, but all that's really going to do is sort of focus investors' eyes on the fact that maybe supply is tight and there is an issue which could panic the market even more and send prices higher. And at the moment, what would you say are the key uh, things to look out for? The key things to look out for are further disruptions. So sort of a hint of that at the moment with the Saudi Arabian journalist uh, who's been killed. 
this sort of possible disruption as the US is considering maybe sanctioning. Uh, how effective this would be is unknown. They could do a similar thing to what they did with Russia, so targeting businesses. But when you're talking about Saudi's oil, uh, you're talking about Aramco, which is probably a step too far for US sanctions. So you've got the further disruptions and also uh, how the US offers waivers to the sanctions on Iran. Excellent. That's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us, Richard. If you'd like to find out more about our oil products, do check our website, www.isis.com. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Thank you so much for listening and goodbye. (laughs) 